the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings, it's meeting time, and today we're going to introduce the third step of recovery, that we made a decision to turn our wheel and life over to the care of God. But before we go there, to our new listeners, welcome. Now, you may be tuning in for the first time out of curiosity, or you just might be that one person that God is directing to us because you're existing with the so-called bad habit, and it's causing chaos in your life and that of your loved ones. Well, your so-called bad habit just might be deteriorating into an addiction. What is an addiction? The dictionary defines it as to denote or give oneself habitually or compulsively. In Latin, it's called addictus, to give or award to another as a slave. Addiction's been diagnosed as a physical, mental, and spiritual disease that soon spirals out of control, and it takes us onto a broad highway of dead-end lanes. And I have to tell you, from my own personal experience, there's no doubt in my mind that addiction is a demonic disease which manifests into sinful behaviors, spiritual chains of enslavement, and mental illness. And if it's not arrested, these dead-end lanes lead to jails, institutions, and death. Now, if I've hit a nerve, and I'm describing the dead-end lanes you're on, fear not. You see, you're not unique. We've been there. We've done that. And by the grace of God, we found a detour directing us away from Satan's itinerary onto a journey of salvation, recovery, healing, in a new way of life. And I believe that God's infinite wisdom has you with us today. You see, we have a solution for your dilemma. So, let me back up a second and reiterate the mission and theme of Christian with Sacred Addictions. We're here every Sunday to reintroduce 12 spiritual principles known as the 12 Steps to Recovery. These steps a spiritual GPS, if you will, redirect our lives away from Satan's pitfalls and frees us from any type of addiction or splintered lifestyle. And these life-changing principles are recorded all throughout God's love letters, the Bible. We've been traveling through Scripture and sharing this healing power of God's given principles on WPIT and Word FM for over three years. Now, many people have heard of Alcoholics Anonymous, the first 12-step recovery program. Well, for your knowledge, they didn't invent these 12 golden nuggets. They received them under the tutelage of a Christian organization called the Oxford Group, straight out of the Bible. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, the Apostle Paul reminds us, all Scripture is inspired by God and is to teach us what's true, have us realize what's wrong in our lives, corrects us when we're wrong, and teaches us what to do right. 
So I want you to know this as well. These 12 principles are also inspired by God as they are revealed from the book of Genesis to Revelation. And as I've shared in previous meetings, you should know I'm not a pastor, a theologian. I'm a Christian man speaking to you today with over 28 years of recovery and healing. And how did that happen? By accepting Christ as my Savior, attending a Bible teaching church, applying these 12 biblical principles to my life on a consistent basis, and attending recovery meetings with like-minded people. God has launched me into this ministry, enabling my future guest and I to share our experience, strength, hope, and freedom from the damaging effects of all types of addictions. We have found by studying scripture, applying these 12 healing tools to our lives, we open ourselves up to God's love, grace, mercy, and healing. You see, these steps are stepping stones drawing us closer to our Savior and distancing us from the strongholds of Satan. We have reclaimed our birthright as the person God created us to be, and this blessing is readily available for you as well. Now, this meeting is not meant to be an exhaustive study of each step but an introduction to this wonderful ongoing journey of healing. And this journey awakens you and me to God's guidance that leads to a peaceful and productive Christian life. Don't be concerned if you've missed any of our meetings. These life-changing principles never end, and we return to the previous steps again and again. In fact, you can find our past meetings through our podcast, and you can find our podcast on various platforms. Just search Christians with Secret Addictions podcast. And by the way, don't forget to subscribe. Okay, let's delve into our subject matter. As Christians, we believe by accepting Jesus Christ as our Savior, our sins are forgiven, past, present, and future. But this free gift of salvation doesn't give us a license to sin without consequences. And the truth of the matter is, an addictive or splintered lifestyle precipitates ongoing sin in our lives. And we learned that in Proverbs fourteen twelve. There's a path to each person that seems right, but it ends in death. Folks, our addictive behaviors, they begin innocently enough. But soon thereafter, Satan attacks our sinful nature with his weapons of obsession and compulsion, and he sends us on a downward spiral of doom and gloom. And then we realize we're on the wrong track and we're unable to turn around on our own. And I'm here to tell you, it's at this critical time when we can experience the power of God who stands ready to rescue us from this spiral to the abyss. But we must do our part. You see, it's this critical time that we must apply three spiritual principles that recovery literature strongly implies that are indispensable to our recovery and healing. And that's being honest, open-minded, and willing. 
You see, if we're honest and admit we're powerless over this addiction, that our lives are unmanageable, we've applied step one to our lives. If we're open-minded to the fact that God could restore us to sanity and wholeness as he has with others just like us, that's processing step two. Now, for far too long, we've turned our life over to a destructive power, and that's Satan, and he causes nothing but pollution in our lives. So now, we have a decision to make. We can stay stagnant and allow Satan to destroy us, or we can tap into this principle of willingness and be willing to let go and let God. You see, when we come to the realization of all that's needed for restoration is above our pay grade, when we're willing to humbly ask Jesus for forgiveness for our sins, repent, and ask him to take control of our lives, we are applying a giant step, the central theme of all the steps, and that's step three. We made this decision to turn our will and lives over to the care of God. It's in this principle that God offers us a way to live that's free from the emotional pollution of our past. He provides us with an opportunity to find salvation, direction, and rest for our souls. And we learn this in the scripture I ask you to reference in Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30. Jesus said, Come to me, all who are weary and carry heavy burdens. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I'm humble and gentle. And you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy to bear and the burdens I give you is light. Now, how does this pertain to step three? We'll start with this. A yoke is a harness to link two work animals together so they can pull a heavy load, such as a wagon or plowing a field, and the stronger animal bears the heavier load. And Jesus is infinitely stronger than we will ever be, and he wants us to relinquish our burdens, give them to him by being yoked with him and linked to him. Jesus is telling us to come to him. That means believe in me, trust me. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus is proclaiming, I'm your savior. Listen, faith doesn't come from attending church, church traditions, or any type of religion. It comes from a person, the living Christ. In Acts 16, 31, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. In John ten nine, Jesus proclaims, I'm the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. My friends, by sacrificing his life, he provided the doorway to our salvation and protection from temptation and any type of addiction. He reminds us that we're weary and carry heavy burdens. I don't know about you, but when I was in my addiction, I was being crushed by the weight of sin. I was weighed down from my guilt, shame, helplessness, and hopelessness. I was physically, mentally, and spiritually exhausted. And Jesus is beckoning us to him. He wants to carry these heavy burdens He wants to free us from this weight 
bearing doom and gloom. He tells us, I will give you rest. We can rest in the assurance of his salvation through him that our sins are forgiven. Jesus paid for our sins on the cross and through the Holy Spirit, he will defeat Satan's control over our lives. He wants to be with us. He wants to protect us in all storms of our life. He tells us, take my yoke. We have to decide to turn our will and life over to him. We have to pray, less of me, Lord, and more of you. And then he goes on, let me teach you. You see, we must learn to surrender all areas of our life to him. He wants to come into all our mess and lead us out of them. He wants to train us in his ways. He tells us we will find rest for our souls. You see, he wants to rid ourselves of self will. God never intended for man to carry his burdens alone. And when we quit trying to fix ourselves and let the Holy Spirit take over, we begin to feel his presence and find rest for our souls. Folks, that's why he's called the comforter. Jesus tells us, my yoke is easy to bear. My burdens are light. This sinful disease of addiction weighs heavy on our mind, body, and soul with a pull of obsession and compulsion and the after effects of guilt and shame. But when we let go and let God, Jesus will remove the heavy burdens of craving and withdrawal. When we partner with Jesus by being yoked with him, he removes the yoke of Satan the spiritual chains of enslavement, and he restores us to wholeness. Now, this doesn't mean that we'll be free of trials or problems, but it means that we don't have to bear them alone. When we're willing, when we decide to turn our will and life over to God, when we ask Christ to be our Savior, we're saying yes to be yoked with him for eternity. And that's a beautiful picture of God's love, grace, guidance, and provision. So, if you're plowing through life on your own, if you're being crushed by the burdens of your secret addictions, why not take off the collar of self and accept our Savior's yoke of restoration, wholeness, and freedom? Look, we all wear a yoke on our shoulders. Our mission is in finding the right master. What are you going to do with Jesus today? Amen? Next week, we're going to continue our introduction of the third step. And I want you to reference Psalm 61, verses 1 through 8. And we're going to learn about King David's third step prayer. Amen.